Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi everyone, this is a little baby bite that we're doing with our guest from episode 5, Simon Hooper, aka Father of Daughters. The topic of this big question is parental leave and whether or not we've got it completely wrong in this country. So any thoughts on that, Jamie, Simon? Yeah, I think it's an evolving thing. There is a preconception that dads are the ones that go to work and mums are the ones that stay at home. And that's been around since the 50s and 40s. And it hasn't really changed very much. But I think as time is evolving and going on, big corporations who employ most of us are starting to get some kind of sense of corporate responsibility. And you're starting to see more flexible working policies coming in and parental leave policies coming in. But the vast majority of people who take them up are women. Men don't see that as a realistic option at this point in time. And I don't know why that is. The the policy is irrespective of sex. You know, we should be able to take the time off work and embrace the fact that we are a parent and look after our kids. There are some places in the world that do it really well. Scandinavia, they are yeah. great at it. But here it's not necessarily seen as career suicide, but it's close. Like if I'm going to take a year off, that means some young upstart is probably going to take my job and I'm going to come back and not be valued in the same way. Or that's the perception. Yeah. Now, whether that's right or wrong is still up for debate, I guess. I would personally love to take the opportunity to do that. Even if it's not parental leave, just flexible working. Mm. Like having the ability to maybe take uh, a, a day off a month to do parenting duties. Yeah. One, to just relieve the stress off my wife. But two, to actually connect with my kids on a, a different level other than just being the dad that sees them in the evening, on the morning or the weekend. So I think it's a case of, it needs this kind of critical mass, right? Yeah. Enough people need to start doing it so that it becomes the norm. And there is Well, some... I'm, I'm doing it, so I kind of feel like oh, really? I'm doing a bit, yeah. So you're a trailblazer. That's great. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it like that, but yeah, I thought I was just like sort of slightly working the system to my advantage. But <laughs> no, I think it's great, and I, I think it's that confidence to actually take the initiative and do that that more people need to do. And I think it comes down to education as well. People yeah. need to understand what does this really mean for my job. Employers need to be able to talk about it competently as well, and yeah. I don't think they do at the moment, or no. at least that's my experience. I think they'd rather not like have people know about it. Yeah. So, so 
they don't do it. So what are you doing then? I, I take it Alice is going to go back to work, sort of... Yeah, well, you're... see, our situation is slightly unusual because Alice is a teacher. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, has the long summer breaks. So Eliza was, was born in December. She took off a few weeks before. So she could actually have leave until the beginning of December this year. But she's decided to go back just before, go back full time just before the, the summer holiday. So she gets paid in full over the summer, which means there's like four months or something that I can take. And since she's off for six weeks, we're basically we decided like, the, so she's going to go back for about a week before the summer holiday starts. And I'm going to take off that week so that I can look after Eliza. But then after that, she's then going to be on holiday. So we're going to kind of go off and do some stuff. Right, okay. And then... And then I'll have another, like, I think when she goes back in September, I'll be off work again for another little while, but then I'm going to go back after right. that. So I'm not going to take until December. Because yeah. it's something I've thought about doing as well. And now, and I've talked about it a little bit. And it wasn't ever something I really considered, to be honest with you. And then I read something really, really, really recently, actually. It was the... Um, they published the Modern Family Index in, like, in January... which was done by a work-life charity called Working Families and Bright Horizons. And they'd obviously done a a massive survey as to sort of like, you know, working fathers' needs and their sort of what they actually felt they wanted to take and what they felt they could take and what their employers felt about it. And they reckon that a third of fathers feel burnt out regularly and that they nearly half of working fathers want to downshift into a less stressful job Mm. because they can't balance the demands of work and family life. That's... That like half, that's yeah, that's, ridiculous, that really. Ridiculous. Yeah. And I think as what you said, Simon, about like employees feel, are quite unsympathetic towards that, and will just see it as well. If you can't do it, I'll get someone younger yeah. and who doesn't have kids, right. and and will will not need that time off. And because yeah. I, I think there is definitely an attitude towards. Well, why would you want so to do well, that? Well, the, the the question is: is that the employer's attitude, or is that our perception of what the employer's attitude is? Right. So, I'm sure if I was thinking about this, I'd be thinking about like, would my company be okay with this? And maybe not asking the questions to the company. It, what it takes is a decent dialogue between the organisation you work for and the individual to work out how is this going to work, how yeah. can I make it work for this situation, rather than thinking the worst. And that's the education part that I was talking about earlier. There just needs to be a better communication, better dialogue around how this really works in reality rather than yeah. what you read in a policy on a website. Mm. And I think also there's the kind of thing of like how many parents, you know, feel that they're working when they get home. And I mean, a lot of people I know do it. They feel like they need to continue working when they get home in order yeah. to make up the time. And I think that's also, I mean, you might as well be at, the office i don't really see that because you, you're not yeah. going to be there for your kids in a way that kind of yeah. like you probably yeah. should be and i think that's kind of something that needs to be looked at as well and not just the case of well, how much time off do you get and that kind of thing i think the whole work-life balance thing is changing um mm. it's definitely different from when i was young and my dad was working i don't know if this is a stereotypical view of childhood but my dad wasn't around a lot because he worked really hard And he had to be in the office because they didn't have work-from-home policies because they didn't have the internet. Mm. And so it wasn't even a feasible option. Whereas today's society, we're pushing more people to kind of work from home and you can get a good internet connection and you can actually spend time with your kids and 
be a productive member of a team at the same time. So we're all moving in the right direction. It's a case of trying to make sense of all this stuff that's out there, like parental leave, like work-life balance policies, work-from-home policies. How do we make the most of that? And what we need is like a, an education around making the most of all these policies that work for us as individuals. One of the things that I think we just need to have is a level playing field so that if you choose to have children, you're not penalised for mm. it in any way in your career aspirations. In any good organisation, if you're a good employee and you know what you're doing and you're good at your job, should value that, whether or not you choose to take a Friday off every two weeks or not. It's just a case of making it work for both parties. And it's, yeah. once again, it comes down to that dialogue, making it a decent conversation and working it out between you two. We're all worried about what that conversation looks like today. Hmm. And it needs to be commonplace to say, you know what, I don't want to work five days a week. I don't want to work a 60-hour week yeah. and miss out on my children growing up. I've chosen to maybe take a day off. Yeah. How do we make that work? And without it feeling like I'm being passed over or I'm not going to get the opportunities. Just sort of playing like devil's advocate because I feel like maybe people will have like a you know different opinion on things you're saying that like you make the choice that you don't want to do those things is there an argument to say well that's fine yeah and you should be allowed to make those choices but like if you make those choices you are choosing not to prioritize work and that people yeah. who choose to prioritize work should be kind of rewarded in some way i don't think they should be re rewarded over and above like if I take 20% less hours, I would expect a 20% less pay. Yeah. That's fine. If people choose to work a full-time working week, then they get paid more and they'll probably get exposure to some other clients or some other things that I might not. Yeah. And that's one of the things you have to accept if you are going to make that choice. These are all things that still need to be kind of worked out. This is still a relatively new area. But this is one of the things that I'm, I'm struggling with at the moment is that women have gone through this for a very long period of time. Yeah. They go on maternity leave and they come back to work and things have changed. They've been away for nine or 12 months. Someone is now doing their job and or their role is diminished. And with the change in policy where dads are now being encouraged to do this, or at least it's available to them, yeah. we're probably going to go through the same process. And we need to try and maybe learn from the problems that we had when it was just women that were experiencing mm -hmm. this. So we don't go through the same process with men as well. Yeah, so Seth, when do you start taking um, this time off? So it'll start in July, mm. around the middle of July. And was this something you just kind of decided to do? You for know what, we, we thought, basically what we thought was, we're never going to have an opportunity like this. And we're fortunate, I should say, like the main consideration really was the fact that, and it's not that long an amount of time. It's like I'm taking off about sort of maybe six to eight weeks. I haven't kind of finalised it yet. But... I'm not going to get full pay over no, that period. So it's going to be like the statutory mm. amount, which is like £150 a week or something, which yeah. isn't isn't very much, really. Mm. But Alice will be back working full-time at that point. So, like, you know, together we worked out, we make it work. Yeah. But some people wouldn't necessarily, you know, be in that position. So I should, I, I kind of wanted to make that point that it's yeah. like, we're privileged to be able to do it. You know, the idea is, like, our kind of thought behind it is that, it's a really special time when yeah. your like child is is young and you were talking before Simon about the fact that you know as a dad you kind of go back to work and you don't really necessarily spend that much time with your child and that, that's a real shame you feel like you can all gain so much in that time but particularly your child is kind of learn a lot and you know grow a lot 
and so that's kind of why we did it but like if you if you kind of restrict that only to people who financially are able to do mm. it then you're creating like an extra kind of divide between exactly, like yeah. people who can and can't yeah yeah i wish i wish in retrospect someone had said to me don't undervalue the time especially when you're having your first child how much time you should spend with them that would be one of the things that i would have gone back and maybe not done the secondment in holland yeah because you didn't realize with your first child how valuable that time is and i'm now four children in and i'm now starting to think about the flexible working and all that kind of stuff and if someone had said to me at the start you know this is an option available to you and this is why it's important yeah then i would have had a very different mindset mindset, mindset.